0: It is Wednesday again, November 10th, just a hop, skip and a jump from Thanksgiving, not Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving uh, here at Lawyer Talk, off the record on the air. This is the typical Blitz Wednesday. That means we are going to interface with the Blitz at some point here directly. Um, We have Norm in the studio joining us. Good morning, Norm.
1: Good morning, Steve. Brett
0: couldn't make it from Circle 270 Media. Jared on the mend. Uh, So we are... uh, the show continues, and it must go on, and it will go on. Uh, lots going on here uh, these days in the news, legally speaking, anyway. We have one of the one of the biggest self defense trials ever, perhaps, going on up in Kenosha, Wisconsin. We have vaccine mandates getting uh, at least temporarily halted out of uh, OSHA. Uh, we have uh, China. I guess, uh, practicing maneuvers with mocked-up U.S. warships, I saw. That's good news. Uh, But, you know, lawyer talk's still here.
1: Right. uh, Um, It's unbelievable. I keep telling people, do not buy Chinese-made anything if you can possibly avoid it. Why would you go out and finance a country that's expanding their nuclear silo batteries— is uh, developing a hypersonic missile delivery system, and that's for nukes, and um, and clearly based on this uh, satellite photo of a mocked-up aircraft carrier in the in the you know Gobi Desert or wherever the not the Gobi Desert that's Mongolia but wherever the desert is in uh, China. Why, why would any sensible American or Westerner? whether you're a Brit or a Canadian or whatever, Australian, why in the world would you buy a Chinese shoes, you know, instead of Mexican shoes or Indonesian shoes or Singapore shoes or, you know, make your own shoe. Like I'd do anything to avoid buying Chinese tools, anything. It's just, I mean, this is like people buying stuff from, you know, uh, a mortal enemy, so the mortal enemy can uh, gin their um, weapons system up and, and to, to destroy you with. And it's and it's obvious that from the hacks that they're doing at, at, at to private sector to municipal, you know, systems like water systems and electrical grids and private industry, they we are at war with communist china we you know it's a different kind of war it's a tech war it's a it you know, but we could get into a hot war and um and they you know and 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 they are now starting to project their power in ways that our own you know um chief of staff the 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 head of the Pentagon has said well you know we we simply don't have equivalent uh weaponry like on the hypersonic so um, what that thing go around the world and yeah. in, in like five hours, I, I forget what Went the up to
0: space and then came down that way. I mean, it just really cut the angles. I mean, I, it, the whole thing is, uh, is yeah. scary stuff,
1: scary stuff. And, uh, they don't have our best interests to put it mildly. So, you know, Hey, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the Norm Murdoch embargo, uh, which I've been doing for the best part of 40 years, um, it, you know, I mean, talk to a Korean war vet, that was a POW, uh, talk to somebody who was buried in a pigsty with only their head exposed above ground. That's how communist Chinese uh, treat their POWs. You know, ask a Uyghur, ask a a person trying to practice their Christian faith over there. Um, They're harvesting their organs, they're they're uh, sterilizing them so they can't reproduce. You know, we, the God forsake, you know, you wouldn't want to have any more Christians or Uyghurs reproducing. So, you know, let's sterilize them. And they're using them for slave labor. And uh, so, no, uh, no, uh, I, my foot's down, not buying any more uh, anything if I can help it. And, and I've been doing that for the best part of four decades and people thought I was crazy. Well, here we are here we are, here's here's all the profligate spending that Americans do at their favorite box stores. Um, you know, the bullets are coming to your, you know, they're, they're aimed at your children. If you got kids in the military or a husband or a wife in the military, you know, the ordinance aimed at them is being financed by your trip down to uh, Wally's uh, yeah. or Amazon. You know, you can pat yourself on the back when when they're at Walter Reed with an injury, an injury that was financed by you and your shopping, and I'm pre- I'm pretty ticked off about it,
0: man. Uh,
1: Sorry for the rant.
0: Heavy stuff, though. No, I it, you know I think there's a there's a disconnect somewhere because we have not heard too much in the media. This this seems to me that this should be uh, headline news everywhere that you have China exercising military maneuvers on mocked up U.S. Uh, warships uh it, it you know we are in not only i think a cold war a cold economic war with china at the same time we are engaged in in this uh economic dance with them uh with some of the elite power holders in the world uh we are in this i think a heating up war too i mean sure we essentially let them have hong kong yeah. And we're about to don't tell me that Biden's going to put his foot down on Taiwan. No chance at all.
1: They're doing fighter sweeps over flights of Taiwan. I mean, they're just uh, there. It's couldn't be more in your face.
0: Right. And and I, I forget who it was. Somebody in the Biden administration said uh, we will follow some agreement that we had about Taiwan. It was It was their way. As soon as I read it, I was like. I'll bet you if I read whatever he's saying, there is an out that he only they only, that we only have to prop up Taiwan until they can't do it themselves. And then we get to pull out Same kind of nonsense he did in Afghanistan. Correct. And uh, it, it's their way of already punting on Taiwan and, and telling China, oh, you can just have it. No, it, no big deal.
1: No question about it. And, uh, you know, the the thing that blows my mind is, you know, we had a a terrible Human rights situation in South Africa for years with apartheid, and the world got together and and, and basically um, cut off South, Af- South Africa and, and their and their banking system and their manufacturing. You had companies, you know, like Coca Cola and Ford and General Motors that were there that either had to um, uh, revise their entire hiring scheme. Or, or they had to close their factories, you, you know, people could not do business, they were banned from the Olympics, on and on and on, how the world isolated a human rights criminal country like South Africa, and yet China's doing the same, even worse. I mean, harvesting people's body parts, I mean, taking live humans and cutting them open and taking their organs and discarding them, um, forcing them to be slaves, I, I mean, you know it's not skin color, but it's religion, it's uh, ethnicity, um, it's, it's political descent. I mean, aren't those qualities just as worthy of protection as any other human right, as the color of the skin? And I don't understand the world's reluctance to absolutely clamp down on on the Chai Coms, I, I it I to me it's easy it, money. To, it's yeah,
0: you know we uh, there's way too much American money uh, invested over there, and in fact I think if you really dug into this and I, I've read some articles on it, I cannot say that I am an expert in this, uh, or nor that I've done near exhaustive reading on it. Very right. little actually, but mm-hmm. um, I it I hear tell that there are lots of what I'll call sort of behind the scenes financial business moguls who would advocate for an economic structure, a lot like China's, right? Cram it down, do what you want, uh, get rich, 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 uh, rather than uh, sort of a modified free market, much more like the fascists than it is uh, the, uh, the capitalist uh, model that we have or used to have. Uh, and and they want that, and and why? Because it's power, and and these people, what they don't understand, and and this is where I think uh, it's important, this is where I can dive into stuff I I do like, or know a little bit more about, it's like this philosophical underpinnings of this uh, are important. These folks want to engage with the Chinese on, uh, with the understanding that they're operating on our terms, with the same foundational underpinnings of what we have, like we we have a certain moral structure that is premised upon Judeo-Christian values that go way, way back. They do not. They do not play by the same rules. They are not built on the same foundation, and they don't give a crap. No. They'll do business with us and make all sorts of money, and then they'll turn around and shoot you in the head if somebody else has a better deal. They don't care.
1: They don't care about their own people. Again, if you talk to a Korean War veteran, and, you know, and we were in a hot war with the communist China back then, you know, if 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 you know anything about the Chosen uh, Reservoir uh, uh, situation, there were human waves. I mean, this is th- what they would do is dope up their soldiers, give them a gun, and they would literally exhaust our machine guns by, by just human waves of Chinese peasants, you know, coming over a hill until we didn't have any more bullets to kill them with. And, you know, th- th- I mean, no commander would do anything like that if they cared about human life. So they don't care about Chinese lives that they are oppressing in their own country, and they sure don't care about your life.
0: Sure. Very so, Stalinesque. Oh, and, yeah. And, you know, maybe this goes back to this other philosophy that you get back and you start to read Nietzsche and, and it, it, some of this, this idea of the Ubermensch that we don't need a moral underpinning that is uh, that's founded on uh god or a, a religious or a, a natural law type thing we can just do it on our own we can invent our own moral structure and uh, operate within that and be just fine and you know of course nietzsche goes on to predict world war ii and all the catastrophic stuff that uh, was to come from the death of god but um they don't operate with that foundation that we do and i just I had a conversation with a buddy recently and i said we can't you know our country's not going to survive well if we abandon all those values, and uh, he disagreed, and, and I think there's this, there's a, there's a common misunderstanding or confusion between what we're talking about here and what you might call organized religion that is tied to the government. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a, a structural foundation that we all share. Sure. And uh, if you know, we know. I know, Norm, that I'm not going to do anything to hurt you. Uh, even if you're my enemy, I w- like I, I I find that fundamentally wrong to cause harm to somebody else for my own gain just to do it uh, because I can. Yeah. And why? Why do we think that way? Like, wh- wh- why do I feel that uh, th- that that is wrong? And if you're operating with folks who don't care about that, then it's really difficult to get on the same footing. Sure and do anything that's going to be productive. And I think that's where people are misconceived about China. buy your cheap stuff. I confess, I've done it. Um, And then what do you, you know, we're selling to them or buying from them uh, what they're going to later use to kill
1: us. Yeah. (laughs) Which is a a famous quote that Castro and and, and a lot of the uh, communist leaders used to say is that, you know, uh, we will obtain from the capitalist pigs you know, the means by which we will, you know, the the bullets that we're going to use to kill them. They'll sell us, they'll happily sell us the bullets that that we're going to shoot them with.
0: Yeah, it reminds me, though, I, I in, we got to put it in some perspective. I remember my dad used to tell the story as a kid. He used to collect extra or get extra money. He was born in, I think, 34, and he would get extra money by, Going around and, and gathering up tin and tin foil and and uh, whatever metal they could find, and they would sell it. And then we the country was turning around selling that to the Japanese, who then melted it down and made airplanes and bombed us with it. Yeah. Uh, but as soon as they bombed us with it, there was a, a it sort of stopped. Right? It's like the the, <laughs> the country woke up and said enough's enough. Now the problem with China is is it the question is it too late? Are we are we at a spot now where we just can't compete?
1: It's not too late. You know steve yes so i gotta respond to a thing about your dad so uh i'll tell you what my dad went around and picked up in the neighborhood for his mother's um, tomato garden was uh in the 30s was uh when the when the ice wagons uh, came through the neighborhood they were horse drawn and uh, the horses would leave doo-doo on the street <laughs> the boy the actually it was a contest between the neighborhood women and the boys who could get to that um the caca first,
0: yeah, that's my pile of crap. Yeah, that's,
1: that's so. My, so that's what my dad collected.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Which
1: might explain a little bit about me. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: But you know, you wonder—is it too late? Like, is the technology gone so far, or yeah. can we still have faith? You know, I always used to have faith. Like, oh. Our our boys are our boys are advanced. They're they're doing stuff they're not telling us about. We're advanced. We know what you know. Right, we're on top of this, right, right, and right. maybe we still are. I, I now I have doubts more so than I ever have. I don't take that for granted anymore. I think we're more concerned about being woke than we are being strong. I think we're more concerned about the optics than we are uh, the substance.
1: Well, it's it, it's the old uh, Nixon Kennedy debates where um, Nixon claimed that we were behind the Soviets in missile count and in, uh, and in, uh, you know, uh, what they call, uh, nuclear weight, you know, and, and how many kilotons, you know, of, uh, of nuclear weaponry did we have and how many, uh, missiles and it, and it, and it turned out, you know, once Kennedy got in there and he disclosed that, no, in fact, the CIA's estimates were grossly off and that we had a substantial, uh, uh, superiority over the Soviet Union, uh, contra to what Nixon and Ike and, and that administration had presumed. So, yeah, we'd like to think that, you know, our technology and all that is uh, superior, but yet you go on American campuses in the last 25, 30 years they're sending their best and brightest over here to be educated in america they have confucian societies on most major campuses they're funding uh chairs uh for professors they're bending our research to their purposes Mm -hmm. they even got Fauci, you know to to uh offshore uh, what i consider military uh bioscience to their wuhan lab you know that came out uh, was de- definitively um admitted to by the NIH. So I mean it's 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 mind-blowing uh the um the equity now that they have with us in um in scientific expertise and of course what they have is a manufacturing base that we no longer have.
0: Well, that's uh my the exchequer Jay, he is always talking about that that um it, he watched as an environmental geologist. He would go clean up these sites. Sure. And he watched as the country basically dismantled our Correct. industrial infrastructure. Correct. From railroads are turned into now walking paths. Um, big, huge. Like he would, like he would be there to uh, do the cleanup before the huge, de- this the the destruction of these huge manufacturing plants, like acres big. Yeah. And just empty, great facilities. Yeah. Uh, empty. Yeah, and uh, you know, unlike World War II, where we had that stuff that we could just repurpose quickly uh, into making uh, fighter po- or, uh, fighter planes and tanks, we can't do that now. You know, we have to start a, a lot farther back. And, yes, you know, as I told him, though, it doesn't take that long to build. Uh, like we said, if if we needed to, we could uh, transport goods. Uh, may, maybe not by rail, but we would get it done. If we needed to, we could uh, repurpose factories. But uh, you just wonder how far down does it have to go before it's too late, and, right? And you know, we we just don't know. And then you have somebody in charge now that seems to be either doesn't care, doesn't know. It's like other things are more important. It's like right. you know, it, like Biden does not seem like the guy who's going to stand up and puff his chest out and say, stop.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know, uh, it, 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 so maybe. You know what jay had seen so i you know i know some iron workers up in the, the pittsburgh youngstown area who were there like jay uh, was was saying uh who were there uh dismantling uh steel factories that were then um uh, basically uh you know component by component uh put on ships and and sent to china now i'm sure they have since discarded that and upgraded, but that's the kind of thing that got them started back in the eighties, nineties and the aughts. And so, um, you know, we did transfer all of that, uh, to them almost as scrap at scrap level prices. And, uh, but now it's a different kind of thing. So America can't make say maybe there's only one mill anymore that can make a uh, armored hull steel, say for warships or submarines, you know, or, or maybe we're down to one mill or two mills when we used to have, you know, U.S. Steel. And, you know, there were there were several uh, factories in America that could make those kinds of uh, military um, uh, grade steels and alloys. And we don't have as much of that anymore. It's very, very um, now like a specialized business. But what is even more troubling is the technology. So in Taiwan, if you read a little bit about the economy in Taiwan, which, you know, communist China is threatening half of the chips, um, the high end chips, the chips that are used in things like computers come from uh, Taiwan. Half of the world's supply comes from factories in Taiwan. So if they're taken over. Yeah, that's trouble. I mean, that's unbelievable. You talk about GM and Ford shutting down assembly lines because they can't get chips for trucks and cars. Yeah. It's a party's over.
0: It should be self-evident at this point that the flood is coming, you know, and and this is a look, let me just get biblical again. I'm not shy about where I am right now with my spiritual journey, but uh, reading the Bible again, it's, it's amazing how many of those lessons transcend the ages. Yeah. And uh, this is nothing short of Noah, right? I mean, uh, Noah was called an idiot uh, lunatic crazy sure. right uh, what are you doing you know you know this is we're, we're gonna live instead for the now we're gonna get what we can cheap and easy and quick and sure. uh, we're gonna indulge our whims instead of prepare for the future yeah and it looks like uh, the future is now it's come back like it, the chickens always come home to roost I guess you would say and and now it looks like they're coming and they're we're still not it doesn't feel like people are, are, are
1: worried no. yet. You know, I mean, aren't you amazed we go through this COVID thing and we look at how they cut us off from PPP and from medicines that were critical in dealing with COVID early on, right? And so we responded and you had people like, uh, you know, the My Pillow guy and 3M and other companies all of a sudden making more masks, you know, and, okay. and diving in, but Yet America still doesn't have, like we don't produce aspirin in America. I mean, it's unbelievable to me, right? We don't even make aspirin here. So you just, you just wonder, you know, like, well, what do we make if we, if we are truly cut off in some kind of bio war or some kind of tech war and we can't get chips and we can't get medicines, do we have any domestic flexibility or or you know um, healthy Uh, is there enough um, robust ability in our economy to quickly respond and make things yeah okay we can make uh, cloth masks but like okay guys you know what about more if you will urgent kinds of things
0: yeah, and, and instead of dealing with that, that we're getting scoffed at for not being able to get our our treadmills for Christmas, right? I mean, this right. is like we should be on this stuff.
1: We should. We should be on it.
0: Yeah, we should be saying we need to be independent. Yeah. Instead, we're shutting off our oil reserves yeah. and buying it from the people who want to kill us.
1: Well, we had a war production board, uh, and so did uh, Great Britain during World War II. We we put civilians you know, we created czars, if you will, to spool up America's response and England's response to foreign aggression. And I mean, if the American people aren't seeing this and demanding it, it's like they're in a stupor. It's it's like they're just clueless. And the
0: media is complicit, um, I think, to not... Not to say, not to not to send the message that we should be worried about China is criminal to me. I mean, it just is criminal. It's and what do I know about all this? Well, you're hearing it. I'm not an expert, but to me, I can look at a problem and say, "This is going to come back and bite us in the ass, boys. We better do something about it." Right. Uh, and, And,
1: And like the civilian response is like, we've all given up on our government and. For the most part, a lot of you now, you know, there's people that hope that, you know, we overcome in the midterms and we t- throw Biden out. But, you know, we got three more years of this guy. A lot can happen in the next three years. It could all be over. And the civilian population's reaction right now seems to be i mean if you listen to the the, the, you know radio and you and you watch the spots and you you know everybody sees this the prepper industry is booming the the dehydrated food industry is booming where people put away four five six months worth of food in their basement and stock up on water and buy gold because they need something to trade when the dollar's worth nothing
0: it's it, it really is and you know what maybe that's a it's sort of telegraphing it's sort of like phone or uh, ask the audience in um what was the show or the game show oh man i, I want to be a
1: millionaire okay or do you want to be where you got to uh you find an expert that you can call yeah you get like three lifelines <laughs> and one of them
0: is you ask the audience and okay. you pull the audience for the answer to the question and, okay and as i recall most of the time the audience had it right like like it a percentage of the people in the audience answering an A, B, C or D multiple choice question got it right. Wow. And you could pick go with the audience and most of the time you'd be right. So wow. here we've got the audience that is the United States population saying we're concerned.
1: We're buying guns. We're buying gold and we're buying prepper food. Right. I mean, what's that tell you?
0: Yeah. Ask the audience here. Yeah, and, and, and we're
1: building self safe rooms. And I mean, you know,
0: it's like the 70s again, where people are bom- 60, 50, 67, building bomb shelters and it is uh, and doing whatever you got to do to be ready. Uh And then, I, you know, I think it, it, back to another point we were talking about is that I think there's this this also this group of folks who think they're going to be part of this new world economy, this new world order. Like as you were talking, you're like, well, we don't make aspirin here. We don't make the steel here. We gave it all. And people, I think, sort of thought, well, that's OK, because it's sort of like the the new world order here is going to be a cooperation of the entire world instead of just this conglomerate of states in our country. Uh, and all that's going to be good. But again, they don't play by the same rules. And anybody who thinks that China is going to play by the rules, all they got to look at – look, don't even get me started on the environmental nonsense. But right. But, like, they didn't show up for that.
1: No, they weren't in Scotland, were they? They don't give a flying no. rat's ass. They don't care.
0: They're building mock-ups of our battleships. India so wasn't there. Yeah, and yeah.
1: India's an ally. But yeah. they're like, hey – yeah are you guys smoking crack here? Yeah. I mean you're going to control the the temperature of the planet? I mean who yeah. do you think you are? Right. Dr. Evil? Right. I mean what, what what you think you're like yeah. <laughs> right, you're going to ban, you know, 20% of this and you're going to add 10 percent of that and plant some pine trees and and pay gore his carbon credits and you actually think you're going to affect the temperature of the earth
0: yeah no chance no chance and 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 china's not playing they know it's foolish they know it's all virtue signaling nonsense and like they're not going to spend their money on that in fact quite the opposite they're like well if these dummies are going to intentionally
1: crash their economies all right, right yeah
0: if they're going to intentionally handicap themselves with weights on their backs so they don't so they can't keep up all the better. All the better, man. Right. This isn't yeah. a fair race. We yeah. don't, We're not here to play by the same rules. We're going to do whatever the hell we want. Right. And what is their goal? Right. I mean, what is their goal? All, like, do you think they're? Do you think China's goal right now is new world order and be uh, uh, have this sort of like a League of Nations with uh, like the super friends in charge? <laughs> you know, it's like uh, hell no. No, they,
1: they want to take over. Oh no, we'll be serfs. Yeah, and we're we're approaching serfdom with them.
0: And they're doing business with Canada, like they're doing maneuvers up in Canada. Like this is this is scary stuff, folks. It scares me. Yeah. And uh, and I look, maybe call me Noah, <laughs> <You
1: know? laughs>
0: but uh, I think we should be doing something about this instead of worrying about the cross section represented in our military and what it looks like.
1: It goes back away. So, like uh, you know, Nixon, uh, Kissinger, they thought, okay, we 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 help China modernize, you know. This is back during, you know, the end of Vietnam uh, when, you know, China naturally had to play a part in those negotiations, uh, the peace negotiations about the Vietnam War. And then spinning off of that, Kissinger and Nixon decide, you know, hey, be the first president to go visit, uh, you know, uh, Chairman Mao.
0: Play some ping pong.
1: Yeah, play some ping pong. We're going to do these cultural exchanges. Bring your panda bear over. They went from this almost totally agrarian society to this almost, they're going to supersede us in a few years, the number one economy in the world and in GDP. And, and, and um, Nixon and and Kissinger's theory on that. And, you know, many economists was that the, the rising middle class in China would overthrow and force a political change and demilitarize uh the chinese communist party nonsense well i mean if that ever happens in you know if that may happen in 20 or 25 years but in the meantime we're going to be a smoking hole yeah
0: and 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 look again i think that's a there are people a lot smarter than i who've studied this a lot longer than i and, and but to me, that is making the same common fallacy we've been talking about, is assuming that they are playing by the same rules. Correct. Uh, so, you know, they're not, you're not going to have a middle class overthrow right. the government who's pointing sure. uh, AK-47s at them.
1: Well, talk to Tank Man in Tiananmen Square. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. Nobody knows where whatever happened to him. Vaporized. Vaporized. Yeah. All those students, they all went to prisons. They all went to camps. It's gulag again. Gu- yeah. So, no, they don't play. And they're not playing in Hong Kong. They violated the treaty terms with Great Britain. I mean, they the it's it. They're flagrant violators. And this goes back even to George Bush the second when they shot down that Navy Orion uh, uh, intelligence plane that was flying in international airspace, and the Chinese shot it and forced it down. And Bush too did nothing. And. Um, you know, I, I, we, we, and then there's the, you know, the Clinton Lincoln bedroom scandal where the Chinese, yeah. you know, it basically affected the election and and did, you know, campaign contributions to orient policy their direction. Um, people even say Elaine Chao, Mitch McConnell's wife, that her extended family back in communist China owns massive shipping interests, and that you know she. Possibly, you know, put a break on uh, things that Trump was going to do and Trump did a lot with China. I mean, you know, the uh, the import duties and uh, some of the embargoes um, was was in, in bringing back industry. Uh, was great stuff, and, you know... It um, needed another decade. It needed another decade of that. Yeah,
0: and and here's the problem. I think what Trump did, l- love him, hate him, whatever. Right? You know, you can say whatever you want about the man. He's got his flaws. He's got whatever. But you know what he did? He created a perception that I'm going to stand up to your nonsense. Correct. And and that sometimes is all that it takes. Right. You know, to, to say, you know, you're not going to go pick a fight with somebody who you know is going, uh, you got a, you got a, you got a, uh, a viper, <laughs> you know, you got the right. tiger by the tail, so right. to speak, even if you think you can win, it's sure. just no good. Yeah. Uh, so there is that, there is that fundamental notion it's worked historically, you know, it just already, sure. it always has. Sure. But, uh,
1: and I think I would say, I would also, it, it worked with little Kim rocket man. Yeah. It I did. mean, Trump, I mean, Trump put that guy, you know, he boxed him in and he behaved until, Trump left office
0: and, and almost and Trump. I, like I said, I'm not going to call Trump a genius strategist, but it, whatever he did sort of worked, right? It was like, common and, sense. Yeah. I mean, he just sort of like, all right, I'm not going to, we're going to, we're in a playground fight. Let's just, let's go at
1: it. Well, we got unemployed Americans. We're not producing critical materials here in this country. Duh. Let's bring back some manufacturing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of con- like, I don't even think you have to be a genius. Like, like, just common sense, right?
0: Yeah, it, it just it, it it is basic common sense. It is and common it, and sense, and to think you need some intellectual to go de- to tell you how to deal with these people, it's right. like you, you really don't. And uh, I, I guess I would say this, though, uh, historically speaking, um, I read a book for whatever reason one time. I decided I was going to learn a little bit about the War of eighteen
1: twelve. Oh, that's a very confusing war. It, which is really yeah.
0: the forgotten oh, like, yeah. war we probably should have lost, actually, did lose. They burned baby, down the yeah. White House, yeah. the Brits. And, and, <laughs> and here, here's what's interesting. So, like, the backstory of the War of 1812 is nobody wanted to be in that war. Um, and the reason we were in it is something called impressment, which is where the Brits needed people to be on their boats in the high seas. So they would, like, capture our ships and impress our sailors I think into service for the royal flag
1: sure and the Brits were good at that I mean being an imperial power at at that time and for the next couple hundred years they they were experts at at dominating I mean the small think of it the small island dominated half the world
0: yeah that's unbelievable that, that implies uh, a maritime force
1: right <laughs> right it w- so they didn't have people
0: yeah but they had boats and but they, they had, had boats
1: it. and they had guns and they would impress sailors on the high seas
0: all right so that pissed off some of the some of the uh the governmental structure on the other hand we were still sort of uh fresh out of the revolutionary war and uh i think most of the country just sort of thought why i don't care let's not fight with them again that sucked you know, yeah, I don't, we don't want to do that. It wasn't fun. And up in New England, they were making a mint off trade with uh, with the Brits. You know, yeah. they didn't they didn't want to go to war because they were making a ton of money with sure. uh, commerce. And, sure. and, and let's face it, half those guys probably still spoke with a British accent. You know, they, they were our our cousins.
1: Well, the Brits were also the bankers for America. I mean, many of the big plantation owners had loans, like Thomas Jefferson, for example, had had loans with British bankers during the american revolution yeah i, I mean, mean it's uh, unreal
0: I, I, that, that i didn't know that's interesting what
1: was in that ellis book you let you let me oh read. there you go you just read <laughs> we're not going to go there <laughs> all,
0: right, all right so we we decide that we're going to declare war and go to war with britain in 1812 and i think most of the country was against it they didn't want to do it sure. um, we got wiped you know all the way through like we got our asses kicked almost in every battle sure. except for uh the one down in new orleans that happened after the war ended uh, with uh, old, what's his name? Uh, General
1: Washington was the master of retreat.
0: In, in Revolutionary
1: War. In the Revolutionary War. Yeah, I'm talking it's, about
0: 1812. In
1: 1812, same thing. The we,
0: Battle of New Orleans oh, was... Oh, they, hand, uh,
1: they handed us... I mean, like I said, they, they burned down the White House. They, they acted true. with impunity.
0: And that's my point, is yeah. that we weren't... We did not, as a country, get interested in that. No. Until... They invaded Washington and burned down the White House, and now we were pissed. Now it's like, right. All right. Now the guy in the farm field, is World Trade Center, off. right? It's Pentagon,
1: like Pearl Harbor. Her, her, you know uh, the 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 Pennsylvania. Yep. You know it, the the plane that went down, and yeah, it was their nine eleven. It was their. 9/11. It finally dawned on them. And of course, you know, I mean, give them a break. They didn't have electronic media, yeah. So it might take a, a couple of weeks for people in Ohio to find out that they burned down the White House,
0: right? And then all of a sudden, we're pissed off. But eventually, we made peace and uh, the war settled. I think we lost by every measure except for the Battle of New Orleans, which happened after right. the war. After we'd already had a treaty.
1: I mean, eighteen twelve, we, we we made a play for taking Canada from Great Great Britain, and we lost that deal. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and to this day, the boundary between Canada and the United States is drawn more, how to put this, it's more um, generous to Canada than it is to us. So if you draw a line uh, across Lake Erie where Canadian waters begin and end versus American waters, it, it's not like half. They have they, more. They they, have, well, yeah, they they won that deal, even though you know Commodore Perry. You know, yeah. I have not yet yeah. begun to fight and right. all that kind of ballsy stuff. Great, it's all good stuff. But yeah, in fact, you know, Britain won that deal basically.
0: Yeah, and and I think the, the the point I'm making is though, as soon as they decided to burn the White House, we sort of woke up and thought, all right, enough's enough. And then the same thing happened. I will skip the Civil War because that's a that's a whole anomaly on its own but uh, then the same thing sort of happened in World War One we were this isolationist we didn't want to get involved we sent some boys over there but you know we just didn't really want to get involved but when we did uh, it was like all right, game on yeah and then same thing in World War Two were going gonna be Fortress America let's stay out
1: most people probably were still
0: stinging from all the people that got killed in World War One
1: once again we had to be bombed into it
0: you had to be bombed into it and we never got interested in korea we never really got interested in vietnam we never really got interested even police
1: actions you know let's uh, you know mcnamara's theory you know if they ratchet it up one percent we'll ratchet our response up one percent and kurt Lemay of the strategic air command is saying you're on crack dude yeah this this war could be over with in a couple of weeks we're just going to bomb the living shit out of hanoi and haiphong Harbor, and we're just going to absolutely reduce them. You know, he didn't use the word Stone Age like, you know, people uh, assume that's actually not historically correct. But I'll use that word. I mean, look what finally brought them to the peace negotiations with Kissinger was Nixon bombing hanoi and Haiphong, yeah military targets and uh power plants and harbors and things like that and mining the waters off of Haiphong so they couldn't receive russian and um and and other uh, reinforcements and uh and uh, materiel so yeah it's i mean i mean we don't want to win it seems like we haven't won a war since world war ii correct essentially
0: Uh, unless you want to count the cold war as a war um, undeclared. you could say, right. an undeclared war with the Soviet Union. Uh, but then we let that slip to our fingers now and they're right. back and it's another problem. Right. So it's, um, it really is, it's, it, it's funny how the, you wonder what the psychological study of Americans is.
1: Like, so you, Steve, we're doing a lot of whining and bitching here. And one thing I always tell people in my business, and I'm sure you do too, cause you're a realist Yeah. is okay. I've listened to you whine and bitch for a half an hour, an hour. Okay. What are the solutions? okay? So I I just mentioned one. Please, you know, I'm sorry to step on you there, but, but, but you know, one of the solutions obviously is people of their own volition, of using their own freedom of choice, not assisting the Chinese economy. Number two, there should be a military type of response to these overflights of Taiwan. Military, meaning U.S. We should park a a battle fleet between mainland China and Taiwan. We should absolutely put a tripwire there. There needs to be a military. These artificial islands that they're building, we need to do something about that. We need to park a destroyer or some kind of cruiser off every one of those islands because they're in international waters. They want to claim that by extension, because they made that artificial island, now those are Chinese waters. We have to absolutely tell them no.
0: We need a presence. You need to put your foot down.
1: We need to put, the, and, and Australia should be there. New Zealand should be there. Uh, you know, all of the uh, uh, South, the, the Asian tiger countries that are, yeah, making Instead, big money. Instead, there the we Philippines. are,
0: listening to, uh, what's her name, um, whine about the environment. You know, it's like. Oh my you know, God. You, you know, right. it just is, it's insane. Now, I agree with you. We need a presence. And here's the thing about this. It's scary. Sure. Every time, right. I knew that I was in, I was in conflict with somebody as a kid. Like, uh, you know, you're gonna go meet Butch at the at the at the abandoned lot for after school for your little right. fight or whatever it would be. That's scary, right? Um, but you, you just got to do it. You got to put see, your foot down.
1: See, but this is now, yeah. right now. We are superior militarily to the Chinese. Right now, if we impress upon them that we're not shitting around, right? Yep. And if they want to go, we're going to win this. uh, And we're ready to do it. We may have a hypersonic... uh, uh, We may be behind them in that advancing technology, but they don't have a fleet of those yet. They don't have all those silo batteries that they're building, but they're not done yet. If we wait until they're done with all this, we won't be able to impress them. We won't be able to have this this you know nose to nose confrontation and they wilt and they will wilt they yeah. will wilt that they, they will fold up because our economy is too important to them our military is way superior to them right now okay and they would they do not want a hot war and we need to absolutely we we need to engage them yeah and 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 we need to do things like throw all the Chinese nationals off of college campuses, we need to do some dramatic things in yeah. response to these um, hackings and and these shutdowns of uh, the internet that that are traceable back to China and their uh, you know they're uh, spying.
0: If you, if you even if somebody with a little bit of authority and, um, and uh, uh, reliability could say, If you take one more step towards Taiwan, every one of your nationals is going home.
1: 100%. And then do it. And we're going to close all those Confucian things. Uh, We're not going to pay on our bonds.
0: Yeah. You could just
1: forget treasury payments.
0: And, and at least make that known. But if you try, look, this is, history has a tendency to repeat itself. It's a difference between Neville Chamberlain and Winston Churchill.
1: Correct. Right.
0: We're not going to appease this nonsense no. anymore. No. Because they will take as much rope as you give them, and they will keep taking and taking and taking.
1: So Biden's going to have a Zoom conference with yeah. Chairman Xi, yeah. whereas Trump said, hey, bring your big fat ass over here to Mar-a-Lago. We're going to talk. Mono a mano yeah and and read him the riot act essentially in a nice way in a trump way like he would like hickory dickory dock you know you're not gonna you know what you're doing is a total crock you know Yeah, (laughs) what you're saying andrew dice clay diplomacy
0: what he was doing was saying i know what you're doing and we're not going to tolerate it and uh, and you would, want
1: to play golf? Hey, let's go do a round. Let's rails. go. To, yeah, you know.
0: and I'm not saying Trump's a genius. And, no, but it, it it's
1: common sense.
0: It was a way to. It was a way that he knew to put his foot down and say enough's enough. And he knew that he knew instinctively that whether he was scared, whether he wasn't scared, whether he was acting like he wasn't scared even though he was scared, whatever the situation, yeah. he knew that he had to do something other than appease it. And and Biden is already telegraphing that they're not only going to appease it, they're going to allow it. Right. Uh, as much. And we'll follow the rules of the agreement right. that we made, which was to prop up Taiwan until they can do it themselves.
1: So much of this, Steve, is common sense. You as a lawyer have 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 clients that go to prison that might be white collar people. And and, and you've got to you've got to tell them a little bit about survival skills. So like if you want to know how to deal with bullies when you're in a building full of bullies, which is kind of what the world is right now, Um, you know, maybe watch, uh, Daniel Trejo's, uh, you know, uh, how to survive prison video on next time you're on, uh, you know, YouTube or, uh, prime, you know, or, or talk to my friend, Steve Palmer, and he can direct you to experts on, you know, how do you end up not being a, a somebody's plaything in the shower, you know, and get through uh, a month or two because you're going to you're going to go to prison
0: yeah and you know a lot of that is all about your it's common sense your, your common sense and a little bit of mental fortitude
1: right uh and we need that internationally yeah we that's do. my point it's an analogy
0: and i think i think generally speaking people uh instead of doing that they're running for cover under other under makeshift issues that really you know really don't matter yeah you know and and that that sort of um that, that, that's how we've gotten to this spot. And you wonder, like the burning of the White House, like Pearl Harbor, like nine eleven, like these other things, will the country respond if it needs to? And uh, the problem with it is is that we have not made Taiwan a big a deal as it actually is. Oh, and it's
1: a big deal. It's
0: an enormous deal. It mm-hmm. is a world-changing endeavor if that occurs, or a world-changing event if that occurs.
1: No so. question about it. And yeah. when, when I talked about uh, my embargo, I buy all kinds of stuff from Taiwan, okay? Yeah. That's that's a de- democratic country. They're an ally of ours. Oh, one of the other things that we need to do immediately is we need to disavow the Jimmy Carter policy of one China. No, you you jackasses. There are two Chinas, and we just need to say it. Finally, a president, I was hoping Trump would. He He, he was acting like it. He never said it. But it's kind of like the Monroe Doctrine. It's one of these things that is precedential, uh, meaning, you know, it has a precedent and subsequent presidents have followed the Carter Doctrine. We need to throw that off and say, no, sorry, there are two Chinas. There's communist China on the mainland. And then we recognize the integrity and the inviolability of Taiwan. They're a second China. Yeah. And we just need to say it. Yeah and okay. and get and get this dance over with where oh yes we hope one day in this alice in wonderland utopia that the two of you will make nice nice and and you'll get back together it's
0: total bs
1: come on yeah i mean yeah. stop it Let, let's get real
0: yeah we think that this dictator who is doing everything that you could predict will right. suddenly change and right. not like, Oh, I was all wrong.
1: Well, and look what's going on in the aftermath of Af- Afghanistan elsewhere in the world. Sure. You have Russia massing troops and war making, uh, machinery on the, on the Ukrainian frontier. Okay. There, I mean, Putin is basically saying, Oh, well we took Crimea. I mean, that was no big deal. You know, under Obama, he didn't do jack squat when Trump was in there but under Obama, they took Crimea, they mm-hmm. just took it. I mean, it was, Europe has never seen an act of aggression like that since World War II, since the Cold War, you know, like the the uprising in Hungary where Soviet tanks rolled in, you know, in the aftermath of World War II. We had never seen anything like that until Putin invaded Crimea and took it from Ukraine. Now he's, he's massing on the Ukrainian eastern frontier possibly to take the whole country
0: and you wonder it's like do, do these do do the do the people the other like these new world order I, I, you just wonder what they're thinking it's like they're helpful allies almost to the like they're looking at the soviets or not soviets but putin and uh, China china's like oh they're they're like helpful allies they have this uh, utopian ideal too or whatever it is but <laughs> these are snakes man these are people who are going to turn around and bite you they they're will,
1: machiavellian
0: yeah they are absolutely they, they are, are
1: machiavellian they are they they follow, you know, Sun Tzu's art of war. They're, they, I mean, they are very practical in their aggression. Yes, morally wrong, morally bankrupt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of what they see, it's real politic. Mm-hmm. Like, they, th- they're plugged into reality, and but, we're not. But
0: they don't have, they're not morally bankrupt if you define it. They're only morally bankrupt if you define it from our perspective. Correct, you're right. From theirs, they right. don't have the same morality right, right and this is where i have fundamentally have bickered and debated and argued with people about this is like you can't deal with them like you deal with somebody who shares your moral uh, uh underpinning right because they don't have it it doesn't and they're like well you're just being prejudiced or whatever right. xenophobe." i'm like i know yeah. being realistic like you don't go make a deal with a rattlesnake right and expect it not to bite you that's what they do
1: so Steve you you very presciently I think divided you know what who does who directs American interests right now and you divided it very cleanly between uh, these global citizen corporations like Microsoft oh. Apple uh, Nike uh, Google um, Uh, Amazon, where, where these aren't really American corporations. They, they may have headquarters here, but they could give a rat versus the American people. And you traced it back more of 1812, you know, the banking ties, the commercial ties that kind of, you know, people were foot dragging, you know, and not really wanting to defend the, the, the human rights of the, of the men being uh, impressed into the British Navy, you know, because of all the commercial interests. And it seems to me like a lot of what's going on in our culture right now, like, hi, I, you know, I'm Norm with Microsoft and I'm wearing a, am uh, wearing a black t-shirt today. I go by he, him mm-hmm. and, you know, come on, right. you know, and tranny, uh, boys who are confused using girl bathrooms one day. And then the next day they wear pants and use the boys' bathroom. Oh gosh, we're surprised when a when an oversexualized young man rapes a couple of girls in Virginia, you know, under that kind of silly regime uh, Jerry Brown and other governors have done to various other states, in addition to you know uh, Loudonville, uh, 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 Virginia. So I I guess I'm seeing that. The, the big entities like you were talking about, I was t- the big corporate globalist companies are really busy right now, undermining traditional American values and getting us all to talk about silly crap, you know, correct? Just junk, you know, on the view and you know, in 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 the blaze and whether it's conservative or liberal, I mean, we're debating all this junk that is distracting the American people from what the real threats are. It's
0: designed to undermine our, the very value structure that made this country. I mean, it it is designed to dismantle this country and you know, it's a, it's a Marxist uh, philosophy. If it just, it goes, it just, it goes right out of the playbook. So
1: So uh, when I meet a new person, I don't know whether to say, you know, hi, Mr. Palmer, or do I go, hi, uh, human being in front of me because I'm afraid to, you know, in any way imply what your gender is. I mean, I mean, we're, we're off into outer space here, people.
0: It, it's insane. It's it is, insane. it is utter insanity. Right. And I, I, I still believe in Western, the concept of Western uh, the Western legal system. And, you know, I, I love the law. Let's, let's circle it back. I love the law. For that purpose, it, it incorporates a history, philosophy, religion, um, psychology, everything into this into this uh, thing we call the law. And yeah. under Western, under our Western standards, it goes back to uh probably the norman conquest i suppose um
1: maybe hammurabi and, and in 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 iraq old iraq you know the the, for sure, yeah. the code of hammurabi you know if an architect screws up and builds a shitty building and the building fails we put the architect to death sure <laughs> sure in, what
0: i'm getting at though is the notion of individual responsibility based upon it, let's just take crime for a second like we divide crimes, generally speaking, into two big picture elements. Yeah, you got to have an act or a failure to act, and you got to have some sort of mental thought and intent. Yeah, um, and there are exceptions, but you know the main the f- underpinnings of what we do requires you to operate with ill intent on some level. With a
1: presumption of innocence.
0: Yes, but it, I guess my point is, is like if I misgender
1: you, right.
0: I have no intent to harm you.
1: Of course not.
0: I have no intent to do anything other no. than just come at you with respect, with dignity, and humanity, and say, "How you doing?" Right um, now, if I make a mistake or if I call you something you're not, or I do whatever, your offense to that, in my humble opinion, should only be tied to a perception of what my intent was, um, and and even then, it may not matter, right? But right. it's like, but if you're going to judge somebody based on what they're doing, based on what they believe based on anything, and you do not uh, at least consider whether they had some sort of malintent, whether they didn't, whether they're trying to do something bad, sure, then you're off base. It's of just course. off base. Right. So, and that's where we are with this, this woke nonsense. It's like,
1: I, it, it's it, people looking to be offended. Yes. I mean, you know, it's hyper, uh, sensitivity. And it's even, it's, it goes overboard into nonsense. Yeah, We're now, I mean, I've said this before on the program here, it's almost like the liberals want to go back in time and resegregate and have race courts to decide even basic things like who's black and who's white. And the rest of us are saying, we don't care about that anymore. We don't care about blackness or whiteness. We don't care about shades and gradations, and do you have one percent of blood from you know an african uh or or do you are are you pure blooded you know i mean that's hitler stuff yeah we don't want that we we reject all that we we take all human beings as being worth the same black lives matter, white lives matter cop lives matter firemen lives matter. Indian lives matter. And anything short of that it's is ridiculous. an
0: abandonment of individual self-worth.
1: Absolutely.
0: And it is a step, a huge step, if not a complete transition into a, uh, a, a communist philosophy of right. the whole is more important than the individual. Right. And, uh, you know, you see this happening right now and, and it's really talking about both sides of their mouth because they're going to say, well, I'm the minority and I, I deserve this, blah, 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 blah. But oh, at the same on. time, if break. you don't get their, their vaccine, then you're hurting the whole. It, it, it's such a... it's such a meandering inconsistent uh, way to look at the world that only leads to misery. (laughs) It only leads to misery.
1: I'll say it again. I think in this country, whatever black means, it can mean whatever people want it to mean in their own situations and in their own heads. I don't think black, white, but I heard a really good discussion amongst conservative black women last night. Uh, it, that, was about an hour long and and the conversation was about black men and how they are leading a renaissance into conservatism right now before our very eyes. There are more black men, again, whatever black community means to you, but there are more black men more and more coming to the idea of being libertarian, being um, you know, you do you, I'll do me. I accept you, you accept me, and we have respect for each other, and I want the freedom to explore my life and to achieve what I want to achieve in an unfettered, free, libertarian way. And that is, if that is true, if what these ladies were saying is happening, and I believe they're right, it is happening, that is a game-changer.
0: I, some of the strongest, uh, and I say that in a very positive way, fathers, family men, um, individuals that have uh, a, a clear understanding of who they are and, oh, oh yeah. and, and sort of this bubble concept Oh yeah, that, you know, look, I got my bubble. Stay out of it. Oh yeah. You have your bubble. Sure. I'll stay out of yours. Sure. Um, but th- they've all been uh i was exposed to this culture a little bit the black culture a little bit for the first time not maybe for the first time in mass when i went to college and played football and sure. you know we met each other on the field of football on the mm-hmm. battlefield so to speak mm-hmm. and nobody judged anybody by race. it didn't make any difference it's we like the friends. military and, and it didn't matter and That's some of right my best friends I, I won't even say it. some of my best friends are african-american or black it's, it's like some of my best friends are my fellow football players
1: absolutely and
0: uh, right. to this day to this yeah. day i would i would hug him and kiss him and sure. say you guys Man, we that did one you ask what color
1: their grandparents were? I mean, who gives a crap? Never
0: gave a crap, and but I did see the strength there that uh, inspired me in a lot of ways. And I'm sure when you when you combine cultures like we do in this country and take the best out of all of them, sure, and uh, make it a country, it's it's awesome. And uh, it just is. Uh, it's an abandonment of those individuals to say that uh, uh, to to label people and say Absolutely. you're this, so uh, we're, you're just a, you're not automatically in this category. Um, anyway, I don't know where we were going with all that, but it looks like, uh, I tell you, let's do it this way. Let's wrap up. This as its own show. Okay. And then, uh, the Blitz the should China be, show. we'll call it the China show and the Blitz should be interfacing here momentarily. We can take a little break and, uh, and, uh, we'll have at it. So, uh, for now, uh, this is still Wednesday. It is still November 10, 2021. We're going to have another show though on Wednesday, November 10, 2021. We'll just drop them both. Why? Because I can I'm in charge. Uh, you know we get to do what we want here
1: you don't have to go to court yet
0: not yet so uh we're going to drop this as a own show so this has been uh lawyer talk uh, if you have any questions wants to discuss a topic you know norm and i we're going to solve all the problems of the world including the china problem
1: um we provide solutions listen we, uh, to us
0: yeah so we can just pipe this I'll, I'll just email it right over to the white house um
1: kamala get right on it
0: i'm sure she will uh yeah, I don't think we're woke enough. But anyway, this has been. Uh, if you got questions, you got thoughts, you got concerns, look us up. We got lawyertalkpodcast.com. If you want your own podcast, as always, channel511.com. We can get you hooked up with Brett over at Circle 270 Media. Uh, and we can uh, address your topics right here on the show. We can get you your own show. We can do whatever. But uh, until that happens, this is Lawyer Talk off the record, on the air, at least until now.